Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, the number one industrial-related podcast in the universe. And it's backed up by data, Blair. It is. It is. It's backed up by data, so it is the number one in the universe. And we are broadcasting from the 30th annual SMRP conference here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I got to tell you, it's a buzzing. It's a buzzing out there. A lot of good problem solvers, a lot of good technology, a lot of good innovation. And uh, if you are a maintenance and reliability professional, yeah, you need to be putting this one on your bucket list to attend or at least participating in SMRP. Blair is in the house. Let's get cracking. UE Systems. Did I say that right? You did. As if I can't spell U. U-E. Yeah, it's the letters E. <laughs> U and E. UE Systems. I'm, I'm excited about it. It was great to see you. It was good. Yeah, it was We go fun. back, Scott. We go yeah, back. We, do. We, we have a history. It is great to be back at the mic again. It is. But you, you, you're <laughs> the one that always sits it out of the right. park, right? Yeah, absolutely. You got to get the radio voice. Uh, it, but you did. Because you're an old podcaster. I am an old podcaster. You, you podcasted? I've, I have podcasted once or twice. Yeah? It is hard to keep it up. It's hard to care. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. It's really hard to care. It is. Oh, I got you on that one. I, I'll be the first to admit that. But I, for me, personally, it's, it's all of the conversations that revolve around like companies like yours and you and, and other human conversations about. And, and from my perspective, reliability is so, and maintenance is Incestual? so. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Isn't it's it? It's a small group of people. It is. It's, it's the same people. <laughs> but but it's, it's so important. And it can be. And it's, why are we having the same conversations that we've had years ago? The same challenges, the same problems, the same stuff. Why? I don't even know. Well, it, it, pose that question. So here. here's the there's the the right answer. The typical answer is people. It all starts with people, and it, and it yeah, does, right? It does. And, I, and I, yeah. I agree. It, start, it starts with people. But here's here's the thing where I challenge most people, and it's interesting because I'll see it from both sides of the fence. I'll see it from the the consultant sides, which we need consultants in this world, right? They bring the expertise, they bring the acceleration. They're going to say. You know, you have to get your foundation in place, right, before you start with technology. So I'm on the technology side, and I'm saying technology can be an accelerator, right? You don't have to have everything perfect. And there is a balance in between, right? So the, the, the consultants are going to say, okay, you know, make sure you have proper planning and scheduling. Make sure you're, you're doing all that stuff right, which, which is true. I agree with that. But does your planning and scheduling have to be perfect before you in, implement technology to help find defects and things like that. And there's no, there's, there's never going to be this guidance. You have to be at, you know, this level of maturity in order to implement technology, right? And I think where I go against the grain is, is technology is not a linear adoption. Just because you, you haven't done, so say you work for, you know, a smaller organization, you're just getting into reliability. It doesn't mean you can't go right to you know, wireless condition monitoring. You don't have to go around collecting route-based data first before you get into, you know, RDI technology or something like that, right? So it doesn't have to be a linear adoption. And the way I always describe that is, if you look at my kids are at the age where they're growing up in the cell phone connected age, right? I grew up on dial-up internet. My first computer, I was in university, right? So they'll never know what that connecting to, yeah, right? And then all of a sudden the phone rings and it drops your internet. But it doesn't make them taking advantage of the internet any less, Right. 
So, so there's a balance. So to answer your question, why are we still doing the same things? Because everything's different. There is no cookie cutter implementation plan. But, but here, you're right about that. That's true. There's a, there's, there's a continuity too. So when, if it's a human equation, right? Yeah. And I'm a company and I was like, yeah, I'm all into reliability. Ah, that's me, man. I'm in, you know, whatever. We're, we're going to really focus in. A year and a half, I'm out of there. And then there's that continuity. And no matter where you're at on that, that, that implementation, it's like somebody's going to come in and say, why are we doing this? Why is this important? And, and you always have to have that, that answer, but it just, it just seems like it always ebbs and flows. It does, yeah. And, and, and for me, what was always concerning is that I want something to last, and I want to do it in a right way, but that takes time, and nobody likes time. Everyone's like, yeah, hey, it's got to happen yeah. tomorrow. And, and then if you do it piecemeal, then it just gets lost. It, it, it does. And I think the, the reality is, too, and if you look at some of the great companies um, that have implemented, you know, reliability now morphing into to asset management that we've studied growing up as, as some of the best. And you looked at them now, the reliability program's failing because they got to this pinnacle, they got to this point, and they stopped huh. investing in it, right? And I don't want to name the company name, but then no, it's true. as you start getting quote-unquote reliability, right, um, then they stop investing in, in, in being the leader of that and investing in the people because they have reliability, then it starts to go back down. So it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. I don't think we're ever going to crack it, and I think that's why there's, you know, conferences like this so people can see what people, other people are doing. Do you think also it's, it's a factor, let's say, okay, we're going to deploy this reliability solution, this, this strategy, whatever it is, it, it looks like this, right, whatever box it's it's like you you achieve if you're not a if you're not an organization that was committed to reliability or maintenance or whatever it might be asset management wherever you are and then all of a sudden you are and then you see some value you see you see your asset running better you've seen all this stuff but then is there a point of diminishing return because the the sexiness of, that's right oh yeah know, of the course. pop it's like yeah but now we're down here and we haven't seen that drop or that up or whatever it is. Oh, absolutely, right? So when you first start implementing something, you're gonna get a high level of ROI, yeah. right? And that it's, it's, it's yeah. Uh, you're a fitness guy, so it's like that that one percent increase in your bench or whatever it is or squatting. That's the difficult part. Yeah. That's the the compound effect that you're striving for, right? Yeah. So that first ninety percent might be easy. It's a low hanging fruit, right? Which I'll do all day. I mean, it's fantastic, right? right. But those that want to keep on, you know, moving and moving, those last few percentages, it's like, tough. It, 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 it's, it's so tough. true. And then somebody says, "Hey, let's let's forego that maintenance dollars because I'm I'm shifting my financials to do X, Y, Z, and I'm not going to deploy that. I'll sweat the asset, and then lo and behold, I mean, I I, I just I so, don't know. Well, and the challenge yeah. is, we look yeah. at this, and we look at the the C word, the COVID word. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there, I was going to say, I, I only know it as the P word, <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> right? So this is, this is bringing new challenges of, of resources. Yeah. Um, what was interesting, I talked to a lot of people today just about um, availability of parts, of stupid things like grease. Like, holy crap, I can't find grease anymore. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. So, we're, and then all, so that takes away from everything else you wanted to do from your continuous improvement. I just got to find grease. Right? Someone's trying to get an air compressor. He was telling me, and it's like, Half a year to get a new air compressor. Yeah, right? that's just you just like got the hand. All you do is you just sort of whew, you, you shrug the shoulders because yeah. you can't help nope. ease it or solve the problem. You can't speed it up. I just wonder how long COVID's going to be an excuse for stuff. 
my plane was delayed three times. Was it really? Yeah, it just happens. Canadian problem, I think. But um, uh, yeah, and I guarantee, and it's happened to me every single flight I've actually taken this year. It's getting delayed, and I'm going to put in a claim. I'm a cheap. I want hey, I want some compensation. I want a bag of chips or something. Yeah. Right. And and the text message. This was uh, um, got delayed. They actually canceled the flight, and I got a text message saying the maintenance issues. I'm like, well, I know a thing or two about maintenance. Yeah. This is issue, yeah. right? So you know how to spell it. That's for sure. I just, you know I just, I just, did, it head, just did it in my head. <laughs> Go I'm not sure I got 100% right. But that doesn't matter. Um, so I got this text message saying your plane, your flight is canceled, and they're going to reschedule you because of maintenance issues, right? So I look up the rules and I said, okay, that's that's their fault. The maintenance issue is their fault. It's not an act of God, right? It's not a storm or anything like that. So I put a claim in, and they come back and say, we're unable to compensate you because it was out of our control due to COVID. And no. it, it, yeah, I swear. No. So, <laughs> right? so I, I go to it and I'm like, so maybe it was because maybe the maintenance people were off because of COVID, right? So you, you can link anything back to any excuse, right? And I literally, and this is a lesson on customer experience, and I'm a loyal, I'm not going to mention this airline, but you can figure it out. I've been loyal with them 10 years. Like I fly a lot, so I got status right, and all right. that. I called up the other rival airline and said, can you match my status? Because I'm pissed off. And they said, yep. So I switched airlines. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to do nothing to their bottom line. It's no. not going to make them change no. a thing. But every no. time I know <laughs> in my head, that's right. I give a little strut. Yeah, and that's right. A certain finger might you, go up as I go by them. You past that gate. Like, yeah, that's whatever. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100% on that. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a... Yeah, and then we start talking about all the resources. It's, it, you know, it, I can't find parts, and now I can't find people. I don't know how that's sustainable. That's not, it's not, right? We got to, ah, anyways, that's, that's a no. different podcast. So no, I, 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 <laughs> it's I don't the have only, a solution for that. It's so. the only, yeah, you just, it's, it's the shrug. Well, yeah. You're right. Yeah. That sucks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I remember I, I uh, was at a restaurant recently and they brought me wrong order. I said, oh, I didn't order this. And they looked at me and said, well, that sucks. And looked at me, I'm like, that, <laughs> yes, it does. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, they were waiting for me to respond. Like, I think they were waiting for me to go, oh, that's okay. I'll just eat this anyways. That's that verbal jujitsu. You don't yeah. know what to do. Now, all of a sudden, they're taking my energy, and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, that sucks. I'm like, it does. Yeah, and I was thinking in my head, imagine that if I told a customer, like, oh, yeah, you sent the wrong thing. I'm like, well, that sucks. And just awkwardly stare. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Nobody knows what to say. No one knows like, to say. It's just awkward. It's like, and it's I like, love uncomfortable yep, silence. I, I live in sort it. Of just, yep, brought it down. So with UE Systems, <laughs> wow, we oh, wow, that does. Oh, I'm all UE worn system. out by the conversation. Let's let's progress the conversation. We talked about this off uh, offline. Uh, what's what's happening at UE? What what's what's that new? What's what's going on over there? Let's, let's progress so, it beyond so, you know lubrication and whatever you want to do. Yeah, I recently uh, going into the the pandemic. Um, the I, I think it was. CEO of GM at the time. It doesn't regardless. There was a quote that stuck with me and said, if you go in, if you come out of the pandemic the same way you went in, you fail to take advantage of an opportunity. Oh, yeah. Right? So all of a sudden, the pandemic hit, and, and like we're a regional, global-based company. We were, I call it remote before remote was a thing, right? Because we're all over the place, all over the globe. Um, so all of a sudden, all of our technical support, our sales, our engineers are at home, right? So we said, you know what? We have to innovate. Because everyone's at home. It's not, it's not because we had to because of business. We've got to make sure we're using these people too, 
Yeah. Right. So it gave us a chance to to innovate. And what was interesting, instead of saying what we are, it's easier to tell us what we're not going to do. Right. Okay. So what we're not, and that's where we drew this hard land in the sand. So if you look at this conference, and I think you know everyone has their purpose. There's 15 companies here, one five that are taking a sensor and connecting it to a cloud. 15. Yeah. Right. And 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 yeah. it's great. I'm not. I you know. No no no, no no no. But that they're they're friends. That's they're, a whole other conversation. It is. Like, gotcha. So there's 15. So you know why not us? So we said okay, this is what we're not going to be. First of all. We're not a data company. We're not going to pretend to be a data company. We're ultrasound, right? So as we started looking at our software, we said, instead of you know, trying to own this data and bring all this data, hey, bring your data in. Yeah, I'm going to do some, some magical stuff, right? right, right, which, right. which is great, right? Yeah, and you know I, my background. I, I support data AI. Data, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's great. We looked at the ecosystem different. We're ultrasound, right? We're not, you know, we're really good at ultrasound. Software, analytics, we're not. So how about we do? How about we build a platform that brings data into those 15 other companies that are doing it here, into those master data companies? That makes it easy. That makes it license-free, right? We understood. We actually talked to our customers. Everyone's going SaaS, so pay a oh, monthly yeah. fee, which, which I get it from the business side. I completely get it. But our customers need to capitalize things. They need hardware. They need, right? There's a balance sheet they need to do. So, you know, we said, should we get in the, if someone wants to do SaaS, we can do it, but we're mainly capital. Buy our stuff. Last 10 years, when it gets older, we'll just replace it, right? So those type of things, we drew a line in the sand of what we're not going to be in order to drive our innovation, right? Yeah. So we built a, um, a, a, a system that automatically monitors the friction and bearing and will automatically dispense grease. Very innovative idea. We, you know, of course, we patented it, all that kind of stuff. We're seeing some copycats, which is which means we did it right. Yeah, I, right. Which means yeah, we sure, did sure, it right. Sure, sure, sure. But we go to these big companies, and what they so the technology itself is cool. But what gets them is they said, "Well, I already have a historian. I already have this data. I'm like, cool. Bring it into there. I mean, I don't need to use yours. No, bring it into yours. Well, how much does that cost? I'm a thing. Just bring it in. It's, I don't know what to do with your data. I don't want your data. I don't want the responsibility of your data. Just bring it in. Like." And they pause for a minute. Like, I can just bring this into a PLC? Yeah. Yeah. What's the catch? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you're touching on a couple of really interesting points. One, uh, everybody's hanging the shingles out, and we're going to collect data. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got it. And then I'm going to manipulate that data. I'm going to – and I got that, too. Because there might be – there's gold in the data. Oh, you know, absolutely. there's – observations, there's tactical solutions in the data, get it, mine it, go. But for me, let's say I'm just a Joe Sixpack, I, 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 I don't know who to trust. I don't know who to, I don't even know where to go. I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, pack a bearing over here That's the right. right way. That's right. I, I mean, I, you know, there's just I'm, just, I'm sort of in the trenches right now. I, I can't even begin to talk about that. No, everyone's you know, it's start, noisy. Yeah, it, it, it is noisy. And to your, to your analogy is to mine data, that's exactly it. So in my analogy, data is the iron ore of mining, Yeah. right? Analytics is actually the goal once you separate that iron right, ore right. and all that kind of stuff. So you really got to get to that insight layer. And yeah, you know, it's going to be a combination of experience. It's going to be a combination of AI. And, and truth be told, it's going to be a combination of failing. Ooh, that didn't work. Do you think, just, just between you and me, do you think the pandemic... Um, brought about a greater need to collaborate. 
Yes, I, I think so. Um, and, and, you know, uh, just with platforms like Teams or Slack and all that kind of stuff, I think absolutely within an within a organization. But also, um, I was actually surprised with this, uh, I think it's Whova or the app they use for this. Just, if, I just took a quick look. Some people thought it was a private chat, which I thought was funny, but on this app for this. Ah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, right, they're planning like meetups of their own company and right, stuff right, like talking right, about right. what they learned, right? right? So rightfully so, it's public domain, I went through it. But um, so just seeing what people like one person, person, one person posted, can I get a hoorah for reliability? I thought that was interesting because everyone just started saying hoorah, why, yeah, all right. For, you know, so, that interesting? Yeah, and, and this is a public, and I've never seen a, like usually those apps are at least, yeah, you right. know, no offense to other conferences, but, you know, they're, okay, I use it for the agenda, but I'm not going to chat right, back right. and forth with it, right? But right, actually no. seeing, I don't know what the analogy is, the, the Facebook type posts and things like that of, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here by myself. Does anybody want to talk about this industry? I'm going to be at the bar. And people actually responded. No way. I'm like, holy no. crap. Oh, like that's the, interesting. They had a I didn't know that. That's, that's an interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, so I, I do think whether uh, COVID drove it or, or we're just we were cage rats and now we're uh, out. I, I, I think COVID drove it. I think that uh, from my perspective, I think that there's a greater desire, not to say across the board, but a greater desire for educating. Like I got to educate more. There's this speed that's happening out here that that if you're just even in the game, you recognize it. You, you sense the velocity and and the only way that i can know to keep up would be to uh sort of okay educate and then and then you recognize from my perspective just because of all the conversations i don't have the answers i need to find people who have the i need to compress that time i want to collaborate with people who have answers that's right and it's like i'm struggling here oh we did it there oh thank you thank you right exactly exactly I, I just think that, that that's a good thing. I, I got all the other crap. The flight thing, that's a pisser. Oh, my, my it happens everywhere. And I, it, I, it does. And right? You can't, come on. You can't just say, hey, hey, just check that maintenance out. I oh, would we'll just sort of pencil whip it. That's it's, a, right. it's a plane. But it's the, this, this goes air. to show you, right, how comfortable we are with it. Because I don't know about you, but I can sleep on a plane like crazy. Put yeah. me in a bed in a nice, comfy hotel. I can't sleep. Put me on air. It must be the white noise or something. But the fact that I go to sleep must tell me that I'm getting confidence that there is maintenance, right? That they're doing it right. So I'm going to sleep. Otherwise, wow. I, right? I, I'm, I I'm assuming either that I'm just really tired, um, right? It's probably. But I think it's a good I, analogy, I, right? I, I never, I don't think about maintenance issues on an airplane. You never do. I never do. Never do. I mean, maybe, maybe that's psychological, so I don't think I'm going to die. I, I don't know. I, I, but, yeah. Right. I did have a flight recently where the 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 mask came down, the air things came down. Oh, yeah. That's a little unsettling. It huh? was a little unsettling. Right? <laughs> that is like, that poor old lady next to me. I threw her out of the way. I grabbed her mask too, just to make sure I had two. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well done. Well played. So that was amazing. It didn't. It, it uh, had a little turbulence. It, uh, I don't know how it works. The pressure sensor or something came down. But I looked. My it was interesting because I looked straight at the stewardess. Is that the right word for him? Stewardess? Flight attendant. Sorry, thank you. Yeah. Edit that out. Flight attendant. Nope, it's not going to be edited out. <laughs> I'm going to say, here's a sexist I, son of a gun from Canada. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I looked at the uh, guy, a flight attendant. Thank you. <laughs> I looked at the flight attendant, and she, she was just sitting there calmly. I'm like, all right. 
don't have to do anything. And that goes to expertise because I'm sure it's you, don't, you, don't, you don't want somebody to go, ah, That's right. I'm, I'm part of the crew. I don't That's know right. what's going on. I'm like, we good? We good? All right. I made direct eye, awkward direct contact. I'm like, you, you let me know. If I have to get some people out of the way and pull that door or whatever I got to do, you and me are out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I, I like that approach with UE Systems. I do. Uh, it's, it's, you're not a me too. You know your niche. You know your role. You know what you do. That's right. And that's a good thing. We'll stick and to you can core. innovate from that perspective. Make it better. Make it whatever. That's right. You know, um, that I do like. It's, it's a, we have filed Clarity. More, more patents in the last two years than almost all of our history combined. Right? COVID, baby. That's right. Huh. Right? And it was interesting because we had the time to sit there and, and, and look at our products, look at what our customer feedback was, look at the data they're giving us. For our on-track, we have eight and a half billion data points, which is a lot of data to sift through. I don't know. Right? But we just look for patterns. Like, what is this thing we're seeing? Yeah. Right? And we've been able to, to like, holy crap. Right, people always jokingly say when we when we did innovation, like we're in this big boardroom and and you know we're all there in our suits and and the whiteboard with sticky notes, but it was nothing like that. A customer called like, can you just attach a single point lubricator to the sensor so I don't have to go out and lubricate? Dang, right, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I was right there. Yeah, see, that's that's that to me is the way to go. I, I I I'm not I'm not smart like you, Blair. I tend to. Sort of get overwhelmed. <laughs> I would disagree. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because of all the conversations I have. It's like, really? That's a problem, too? That's a challenge? Is that, is that, is so, anyway. All right, Blair, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, on LinkedIn. Um, it's an odd handle. This is your AI from my AI background. Just search me up on LinkedIn. You'll get a hold of me. I'll have all the contact information out there. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably don't, best. Don't worry. Don't uh, fly next to me. talk, yeah. So if you want to get a hold of Blair and not try to find him on LinkedIn, it'll all be there. So go out to industrialtalk.com. Again, we are broadcasting from the 30th annual SMRP conference. It is a conference that you need to attend. If you're in the maintenance world, yeah, this is the one. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. As always, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And I'm telling you right now, Blair never disappoints. Blair Frazier, UE Systems, go out, reach out to him. Go out to his stat card on LinkedIn. Have a conversation or two. Chit-chat. Do whatever you necessary to begin to collaborate. And, and I am just want to reiterate that if you're in the maintenance and reliability world, and uh, as I have these conversations over and over again, that is an incredible profession and they're doing incredible work to help companies succeed and uh, if you're in that business you need to connect with SMRP and be a part of that ever-expanding group of passionate uh, maintenance professionals reliability professionals asset management technology innovation <clears throat> and you name it it's at SMRP I think um, I think it's in Orlando. Got to check on that. It'll be out on industrialtalk.com, so fear not. But I, I would highly recommend that you do get involved and that you put that on your calendar for 2023. All right, as I always say, we're building a platform that is dedicated to education, dedicated to 
collaborating as well as dedicated to innovation because it is happening out there and and uh, you need to be a part of it so go out to industrialtalk.com and say scott i want to amplify my message i want to amplify what we are doing and therefore you know can we have a conversation boom industrial talk all right be bold be brave dare greatly hang out with blair and you're going to change the world thank you very much once again for joining industrial talk and your support we're going to have another great conversation coming from smrp shortly so stay tuned